All you scaredy cats and kittens, and welcome to the Two Scaredy Cats podcast, where we talk about all things paranormal. We're your hostess with the mostest. I'm Stacy, and I'm Kara. So, Kara, Christmas is coming up right around the corner. In fact, in a couple days, it will be Christmas. So, we just wanted to wish all our listeners out there a very merry and happy Christmas, and thank you for taking the time to listen to our uh, little show here. So, Kara, did you do anything cool or interesting or fun the past weekend, week, or whatever it's been? Uh, I went to Pittsburgh last weekend. Uh, uh, yeah, how was that? It was fun. Did you guys do anything cool or interesting? Uh, we went to a milkshake place. It was pretty, it was really good. Yeah, yeah, they had, like, specialty milkshakes with all kinds of stuff in them, like donuts and all that crazy Yeah, yes. it was, I got, like, a cookie dough milkshake, but they had, like, some kind of crazy flavors. But they were really good hmm. milkshakes. I think Jake's also been there when he went. Oh yeah, he's the one uh, who told okay. me about it. So, but you know, huh. it was like interesting, freezing. It was weird because it was like so cold on like Saturday night, but then like Friday it was really? so warm. It was so weird, huh? Because those storms were coming in, so it was like pouring all day on Saturday. So I had to like do photos out in the rain. It was kind of terrible. Oh, that stinks. I mean, it, it was fine. It, like, stopped raining around three, so we got, like, a little bit of time where it wasn't gross and raining. Did you do some shoots at the Cathedral of Learning? I thought I saw some Yeah, I went there, there on okay. Sunday. Uh, there was a Zelda that wanted yep, photos. I think that's what I saw online. And she also, she actually graduated from the Cathedral oh, really? of Learning. And she saw, like, people that she knew there, which is huh, kind of funny. That's weird. <laughs> She, like, ran into people because I guess it was graduation day when oh, we were there. that's crazy. So there were people, like, yeah. yeah. So did she, did you ask her about the haunted stuff that goes on there? Did she know anything about that by any chance or did you not ask her? <laughs> no, I totally oh, forgot. you should have asked but her. But she said, because, well, originally she wanted to go inside. Well, she was telling me she actually wants to get married oh. there. Because I guess if you, because you can get married inside of the, the like, thing, which looks really cool really? inside, apparently, huh. she told me. And she said it's, like, way cheaper if you were a grad. Oh, I bet. They probably cut sense. you a big deal. <laughs> yeah, so that's where she Neat. wants to get married yeah. at. That's what she nice. was Fun. Because she drove us there in our car on Sunday. We were supposed to do it on Saturday, but yeah. uh, with the rain, we were like, let's just try it on <laughs> Sunday instead. So that's what we did. Yeah. It worked out. Plus Sunday, remember it's free. Yeah, to park but it's there. also so you probably it's probably yeah it helps a lot because otherwise it's it's expensive and it's hard to find a spot to yeah, park. Yeah, and it was hard because it was commencement that day. There were literally oh, yeah. her program so it was, crowded. was like graduating because she was asking a few of them and they're oh. like, yeah, mechanical engineering is what she graduated, I believe. Oh, okay. Hmm. But, yeah. Interesting. That was my, and then Fun. this weekend I'm going to Florida. <laughs> Which is technically, I know. I guess when you're listening, to this it would have been the past weekend because this comes out on the twenty on Christmas Eve. Yeah, but yeah, I would have been already in Florida, yeah. doing more cool. work yet again. Yeah. All right. 
<laughs> Are you ready to get the shenanigans? Yeah. Do you, Are you, who wants to go? Who's going to go first? <laughs> Do you want me to go first? I don't. I think. Go ahead. I think, you go, yeah, I, I think went you first went last, first time. last time. Okay. All right. So I'll let you go <laughs> this first. Thing this thing is so ahead. weird. What you got so for us? So we're going to talk about the Mary. All right. The Mary Lude. Oh, oh, the way they say it's really weird, but it's the tradi- the like translations like Grey Mare or Grey Mary. Okay. Um, it is a Welsh Welsh tradition that we think of, but it's normally they're basically they believe it's from Welsh because most of the reports are from that area. It's okay. a folk tradition where they use a hobby horse, which is made from a horse skull <laughs> <laughs> mounted on a pole and carried under a like a blanket. So what? it is terrifying. It is scary. It's a horse skull. And it and they will carry it around. Um, <laughs> it's it's just as weird as it sounds. It's honestly terrifying. When I first saw the photo, I was like, "What the hell is that?" It's night. Oh my god! Wait a minute. You, you know might what? have heard of or this- seen this. Okay, I have, and you know what? Okay, you're gonna laugh, but I was on TikTok one time. Yes, it's a TikTok. And there was this. Yeah, this is it. The one about the girl that moved into like this house or apartment or whatever, and she finds a skull in the basement, and she didn't know what it was. And it turns out it was that, like they, it was was like a New Year's tradition. Yes, 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 it is the same. Yes, it is the same thing because it was it got really popular on TikTok last year. Yes, yes, yes. It is very creepy, and they and you basically wear. I see it. It is creepy. A white like a white sheet over top of it, so you can't see the person underneath and then there's a person that goes underneath puppet like a puppeteer kind of thing oh that is crazy but anyways it's a it's a weird tradition i will say that it is kind of scary so the custom was first recorded in the 1800s the actual date of the origin is currently unknown it's there was a book from it in 1798 where it mentioned it is like kind of like written first acknowledgement of the ceremony written down. So traditionally, it is performed near Christmas or New Year's. It's around that sort of like winter time, basically. So there's a group of men who would accompany the horse on its travels around the local area. So they they will go knocking on doors and sing a specific song, and the people on the inside would lock the doors, the windows, and the back door. They would deny entry to the Mary Lloyd mood and the par- the, and party. It's like, so like the group of people with it. And then the party would challenge them by, they would like have to sing verses. And then the, basically the people inside would have to return every verse. And if they didn't, then the Mary Lloyd would be able to go inside the house. Huh. So eventually it would gain entry. They like the whole group of green entry into the house, and uh, the Mary Lou would actually chase the children and women around the house, which sounds what? scary. <laughs> yeah, that sounds crazy. Yeah, that's why I said this. This is wild. Huh. Um, and then they would then perform a crazy, chaotic dance around the house, the cre- all the people, and then the party would be given beer and food, and then they would leave and continue on to the next house. And okay, they basically the beer would go and house to house. Sounds fine, but the and rest basically of it was a, it's like a drunken, up. it's like a drunken oh, thing. Like a bunch okay. of drunk men do this. Basically. Well, now it explains everything. But it is really normally related to like a church, like a church, really? like a parish. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. So, 
the normally traditionally these like little parties there would be the merry the merry little like the horse would be led by a nicely dressed man and they would be accompanied by two characters called the punch and judy oh yeah Which i remember like, punch and judy it was like an old uh yeah, yes show. it's like yes. a like a little, show yeah little puppets that yeah fight yes. with each other constantly yes they would have people dressed up like that oh, okay accompany them huh. um, the judy character would always be a man dressed up as a woman and they would okay. carry a broom and when they would enter the house they would put out the fire and sweep the kitchen it was supposed oh. to be symbolic of like getting rid of the bad spirits yeah or the bad year and letting the yeah new like kind of yeah yeah it's at the end of the year so it's kind of right. like a bringing in the new year tradition yeah okay i got you um, so <laughs> there is some speculation that the tradition is related to the Virgin Mary and Christian traditions, hmm. but you know, who knows? Um, but folklorists believe it is a part of the hooded animal tradition. There are other like folk legends that have to do mm-hmm. with like the hooded animals. Mm-hmm. Um, the Celtic in Celtic mythology, animals who had the ability to cross between this world and the other world are traditionally white or gray in color. Which is mm-hmm. why it's called the Gray Mare, because it's kind of like sense. a symbol of death, sort of. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So, uh, remember how I mentioned that there was like other ones? There yeah. are other great, basically in the whole Great Britain area. There are other. There was some, there's one about a goat. So it's like oh. basically the same thing as like the horse, but instead it's a goat head. Yeah. But then it's basically. The thing that always has to happen, there's it's always around Christmas time or New Year's, mm-hmm. and there's always a song or a request for some sort of payment. Mm-hmm. They always ask for food, but right. it it really does change based on, like, as like, the years go on, it changed. Uh, like I said, the, the goat. And the tradition saw a decline during the 19th century. There were arguments that the changing social conditions altered the way that people celebrated Christmas and, like, how likely people would <laughs> let people in their house, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not Especially me. Especially during that time. <laughs> and That's then the strange. tradition actually started back up again in the 20th century. When people, really? Huh. Yeah. And it's actually still, like, practiced today in some places. Huh. And the town, so the town council of, I, there's no way I can pronounce this. <laughs> I, it's like, air, air a Stuith had the world's largest um, Mary Lewis, which for the Millennium celebration in 2000. So they had like a giant huh. one. And the, I was also watching this video about where they had this like get together where everyone who had one got together and it was like the world's largest gathering of them. Huh. There's obviously pop culture references. There's a children's book. Um, called the silver on the tree that mentions the Mary Lewis. But I just think it's very weird that uh, people would just, I don't know, I think it would be creepy if pe- people were just trying to get in my house, like, in the middle of the night. Yep, randomly, Wanting to sing yeah. songs and take right? my beer and food. <laughs> With some weird head thing on a stick. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think it's, you should definitely look up the photos. It's very, uh. I'll have to. It sounds really creepy and weird. It's very terrifying looking. Hmm. I mean, I know it's not like... Obviously, they treat it as like a... It's supposed to be like a good thing in their right. culture. But I feel right. like it's just kind of eerie. Yeah. <laughs> that whole thing. But yeah, there wasn't like a bunch on it. 
but that was the main tradition since we're doing a little holiday themed. Right. That was kind of like a New Year's two thing. Yeah. Nice. You tied both of them in together. Yeah. Like I said, this is (laughs) our last episode of the year. I know. Yeah. Well, yeah. Technically, yes. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, that's the Mary Lloyd tradition. And oh, they apparently do it in Texas. There are people that like try to do it in Texas. Huh. Like to recreate it nowadays, but they they don't go house to house because I feel like in Texas you might get, get shot. shot. Yes, definitely. <laughs> but they they'll go around pubs. They will go around oh, pubs and okay. do the tradition, and they'll go around with sense. like the traditional thing and just kind of like yep. try and bring. Um, I can't think of the word. Like they just want people to know about the tradition, spread the word about it because like a lot right. of people don't know about it or revive it. I guess you could say or yeah, just kind of like bring. Uh, attention, baby. I don't know. I can't think of the yeah. correct word. But All it's right. an interesting little, very cre- it is. creepy yeah. Celtic tradition. And then even, like, other, there's other, like, ones about it, too, which I thought was interesting. All right. Hmm. What do you have? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, I have for us elves. As in Santa's elves and elf elves. <laughs> um... Okay, so elves are basically considered a type of humanoid supernatural being, and they come from Germany, from mythology and folklore. In medieval times, elves were thought of as being um, beings with magical powers, and they were supernaturally beautiful. And if you found an elf, it was thought that they would mostly bring you good luck, but sometimes, depending upon how they were or how they felt about you, they could also bring you bad luck or misfortune. The term elf is found throughout uh, German uh, culture, and and originally it meant a white being. Uh, Elves have appeared alongside gods in um, Norse mythology, and they are believed to cause illness to people. They have magic powers, and they use their beauty as a way to seduce people. In fact, oh. in some cultures, it's believed that elves are similar to, um, a, like, a succubus because they're so beautiful. And then, they're like, <laughs> yes, that is That's what weird. they equate elves to, which is kind of funny. So, um, after the medieval period, the word elf became less common, um, amongst people and, uh, new names began, began to pop up that meant the same thing as elves, but it was a totally different name. Uh, one of those names was the Zuig, the Zuerg, which basically, um, is, means dwarf. And that came about in, um, Germany. And then we had the Huldra which meant hidden being, and that was more from, like, Norse or Nordic traditions. Uh, People today still believe in elves, especially in Scotland and Scandinavia, Uh, and the elves were thought of as magically powerful people, and they're invisible, and they live alongside human beings, apparently, is what they believe today. Um, but with the, with the urbanization and the industrialization of the world over the years, the beliefs in elves has declined rapidly. Uh, the elves of today, um, as in Santa's elves, only just became popular during the 19th and 20th centuries. Yeah. Uh, because 
of uh, Christmas, um, the elves were rebranded kind of as these jolly little guys that help out Santa, you know, by fixing toys and all that as good instead of the kind of evil that they had been originally uh, thought of as being back in the day. Belief in elves um, has its origins before Christianity began, and people who believed in them uh, at the time were being labeled as pagans because they didn't, uh, they thought elves were bad, and if you believed in elves, then you must not believe in God and all that stuff. Um, Elves have appeared um, as a demonic force um, in English, German, Scandinavian prayers over the years. In fact, I don't have one on me but when i was looking up this information there were lots of references to different prayers where they actually talked about elves and actually um in one of the books that i came across that the reference of the term elf in the actual prayer or the book actually means is another term for satan apparently so who knew yeah um, but on actually over the years, the word elf came to mean changeling <laughs> and how that came to be is basically the elves will steal a human baby. Okay, here we go again with stealing babies and all that good stuff. And the elf would yeah. leave um, a changeling, which kind of like our whole story. When, remember from the uh, Philippines that we talked about when the elf uh, leaves a changeling, it basically um, will not thrive and it basically um, gets sick and dies again. There's with the whole, you know, it's kind of similar to the whole ass wang thing. And in today's sense, we got the word um, oaf comes from that because Back then, um, you know, when they left the changeling, it meant that the person was a fool because they believed that this, you know, dead thing was really their kid. Um, it also uh, was another term for stupid person or a large, clumsy man or boy. So basically the word oaf is a form of the word elf. Uh, by, weird. I know, <laughs> isn't that kind of weird? <laughs> yep, neither did I until I read this. They say that by the end of the medieval period, the um, elf was being used less. The word elf was being used less and less. And the word fairy was being starting to be used. And we see that in a lot of stories and stuff where they talk about fairies and less about elves. In folk stories in Scandinavia, elves often play the role of a disease spirit. And it's said that the most common disease that they gave people... Um, which was also the most harmless of all the the diseases that I guess the elves could supposedly give you. And I'm air quoting elves, elves. as I say this was a skin rash called elven puff. So I guess if you piss off an elf enough, they can give you this disease called elven puff. And basically you would just break out in this nasty rash with like boils and stuff all over your skin uh, when you've ticked them off. And it got to be so bad that in some of the cultures, especially like in the Scandinavian culture and that, and in the Celtic or like the Irish culture, that uh, people began to feel that they needed to protect themselves and their livestock from uh, malevolent elves. So they actually started to 
come up with their own form of an elf elf cross, which basically um, was a pentagram. And what they would do is they would carve this elf cross into buildings and other objects near their um, property and near their animals, their livestock. And it existed in two different, they had two different types of this elf cross. The first one was an actual pentagram. And like I said, it's still used today. They would carve it um, into their uh, farms, into their buildings and stuff to help protect them from uh, the elves. So they wouldn't get any, um, you know, elf diseases or whatever. <laughs> um, and then <laughs> the other type of... Um, elf cross that they would use was actually a regular cross that was um, carved onto a round or oblong uh, silver plate and this was usually worn as a necklace and that was to help keep the um, elf curses at bay (laughs) in Iceland funny thing they um, the elves there are also known as the the Hulder folk and that means hidden people. And these elves are the ones that dwelled in rocks um, and formed mountains. Now, if you recall from Frozen, Kristoff, uh, right? Remember his yeah, friends rocks. and his family were the rocks. Yeah. Remember that? The rocks, right. Well, that that's basically what this is a reference to is the um, rocks and oh. that. they were. Those were basically rock elves that we saw in that. So, yeah, and that kind of neat to see that, you know, some of the folklore that's about elves is still being used today in modern, you know, cinema and books and stuff. And these elves are not the same as the elves that we talk about in, um, you know, The Hobbit and all that. Those are different types of elves. Those are more of like a woodland creature stuff. But anyway, that's all I have for us this time around is our friends the elves so don't go messing with elves so you don't end up getting elf diseases and stuff (laughs) but yeah that's all i have today so yes well we wish everybody a very merry christmas and a very happy new year and we will see you everybody in 2022 yep hopefully everybody will be happy and healthy and Hopefully we can get through this year, the last yeah, couple of weeks here, and well, move on to a better if you year. Our I hope. Podcast today, follow us on Instagram at Two Scaredy Cats Podcast, and please be sure to leave leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps the show get discovered. And tune in in two weeks for a new episode. And to all our scaredy cats and kittens out there, remember, curiosity didn't kill these two scaredy cats. Thank you.